0: hello my love i am so excited you're here for the very first episode of my podcast and i don't quite have a name for it yet but for now we are you are listening to the cassie bloom podcast and i'm so grateful you're here i'm so happy i'm so excited i'm so ready to get into this and this episode is How lipstick cured my depression and very intentionally is cured in quotations because I am not a doctor. Quick disclaimer, I am not pretending to be a doctor. I am not a physician in any way. I'm not a therapist. I am merely sharing my story in hopes that it can give you some perspective, give you some inspiration, help you feel less alone in the journey And we're all here to feel really good and find some relief for the times when things are a little heavier and a little trickier and a little more stuck and in that kind of shadow space. And as humans with full sovereignty, we are all here to take responsibility for our own well-being and our own healing and all of that. So let's get into it. And first, I would love to have a little drop in a little breather because as much as we breathe normally I don't think we do it with intention often enough so let's take three deep breaths together breathe in and out let's see if you can slow it down each time breathe in and out especially lengthening out that exhale breathe in and out mmm <laughs> must be a good inhale and exhale <laughs> uh okay where were we <laughs> Uh, my intentions with this whole podcast are to make it very much an intimate conversation as much as I'm kind of speaking to you, but as if we were in a coffee shop, which is one of my favorite things in the world, is to have good conversation over coffee, slash decaf coffee, slash tea. <laughs> so let's dive into that proverbial coffee shop. <laughs> Start talking about some depression and some lipstick, because that's a good time. <laughs> so I'm not gonna go full on story of my life from when I was a wee baby or anything, <laughs> but can I give a quick little overview with some things that you may or may not identify with? Namely, I guess from the start what comes to mind is a very angry and anxious child slash teenager, which I'm sure a lot of teenagers are because they're trying to figure out this independence thing while people are still telling them what to do. So (laughs) it's very frustrating. So, um, but there was a lot of, in my teen years, especially in like early twenties, a lot of like knowing something was wrong, but not knowing what was wrong. And then identifying with feeling like there was something wrong with me and that I was just wrong. So getting to know myself through like self-awareness and getting to know what triggers my depression, what triggers my anxiety, trying out so many different things and making a lot of mistakes and making a lot of course corrections and finding out a lot of things that really did help and really having a lot of breakthroughs towards my healing journey has been infinitely Rewarding as much as some of the lower times are pretty low. And there's this amazing documentary with Stephen Fry, who's this British actor who's just phenomenal, if you don't know him. And it's called The Secret Life of the Manic Depressive. And it is just amazing in terms of like educating and just what people go through with like mood disorders and depression and anxiety and all that stuff. And what people struggle with and he goes around and he interviews a lot of people and he asks them a question if they had a magic button of sorts to take away this manic depression otherwise known as bipolar Um, and what that experience has brought to their life would they want it or would they not want it and it's kind of 50 50 it depends where people are at really if they're in a good place right now And they can kind of see how much perspective this has all given them. Then they're like, okay, yeah, no regrets kind of thing. But sometimes if they're still really deep in the suffering, then they're like, no way. And I'm in a really good place right now. So I'm kind of like, yeah, I feel like this has made me who I am. This has been like my experiences with depression, with anxiety, with a mood disorder and just general struggles with mental health stuff. It's kind of like the rainbow through the rain kind of thing. Like it helps you like everyone has their low moments and if you can get out of that and find the light out of all of it and kind of separate yourself from the experience because like we're not going to feel good. We're not going to feel grateful for something when we're like in the depths of despair about it. Once you get out of it, though, you can kind of like see the light and like it's like seeing colors brighter and just witnessing life and just being like wow okay like I was in this like pit and now I'm back out of it and like wow life and just that kind of perspective that I've gotten throughout my life has just been incredibly valuable to me and as much as I have the lows still on occasion like everyone else does and in those moments I'm kind of just like fuck this <laughs> and, but still with that self awareness like it's just it's the whole journey of life like getting to know yourself and growing that self awareness and using that to like self actualize and just flowing with it and like the most important relationship you're going to have in this life is with yourself because you're it's you and you baby like this whole thing <laughs> like <laughs> it's it's so important to really be gentle with yourself and really get to know yourself and really love yourself and that's been a big part of my journey is just bringing self-compassion into these like struggles I've had and bringing love into these struggles I've had and just into who I am and really not identifying myself with depression or anxiety. I think that was a really major part of my journey was no longer identifying as this like terrified, anxious, depressed girl and really being like, these are separate from me. They're things that I am very aware that I struggle with from time to time and not you're not spiritually bypassing this. You're not trying to ignore it and just kind of stomp it out like you are really understanding it for what it is and bringing the light to it in a way that it's this thing that's there but it doesn't define you and it doesn't have to get in the way of who you want to be. And it doesn't have to get in the way of who you are in this very moment. And another piece of the puzzle of really overcoming this depression and really overcoming this anxiety and all of that is the story I was telling myself in my head and sometimes continue to tell that just kind of digs you into this deeper hole of like spiraling. And we're all bound to spiral at one point or another, but really developing that self-awareness and being like, wow, okay, I'm anxious and I'm aware of it, and that's a thing, and I'm going to kind of feel it out, but I'm also going to do something to find relief, and I'm going to do something about it, either calling someone or just taking a breather and doing what you got to do. Instead of doing this thing we all do, which is like you're feeling anxious, you're feeling stressed, you're feeling depressed, and you're just like, I shouldn't be feeling this way, so like, what's wrong with me? And like, you get stressed because you're stressed and you get more depressed because you're depressed because you want to force your way out of this because you feel like you shouldn't be feeling this way when really it's like when you finally like allow yourself to just kind of feel into it and just kind of relax a little and take a step back and be like, this is is happening. And this is like a huge thing for me learning through talk therapy and counseling was... Being able to identify your emotions and your feelings and being able to identify the sensations that are involved. Say you're depressed and you're feeling heavy and then you kind of can dig more into it, into like what other feelings are happening, whether the sensations in your body are happening, like it feels like a weight's on your shoulders, it feels like there's like a dark cloud over you, like it's perpetually raining in your mind or any other kind of sensations like you might feel tight you might feel small you might feel like hunched over and any thing like this and then being able to name it really helps you transmute it into something else and really helps you allow it to just be and allow it to move through you instead of stay stuck and like cling to you because you're just trying to like force it and it's this very strange kind of battle of like you feel like accepting it and like allowing it would make it stay longer but it really doesn't once you kind of like are like okay yeah this is this is a thing then it moves through you so much more naturally or you can kind of give yourself at least that time to take care of yourself and take a step back from things that might be triggering these emotions or feelings. And just to take a little pause in our conversation, I realized that I've gone on a little bit of a tangent, I've got a bit ahead of myself, but we'll take this moment just to let you know that you can hop over to my website, CassieBloom.com, to find copious show notes on everything today that we talk about and in the future, and all sorts of resources and everything too, and I got a ton of freebies over there, some journaling prompts, some um, coloring pages, all the fun stuff and excited to bring that over also check me out over on instagram and we can continue a conversation there because i really want to hear from you and your experiences with these things and what you struggle with and what you've found has helped you and just find this post that links to this podcast or send me a dm i love hearing from you and yeah we'll hop back into this because I kind of had a bit of a direction here, but I also kind of wanted to flow and see what happened. So where does lipstick fit into this? There came a point where I very much look at it like I finally got sick of my own bullshit. And (laughs) it was, it was a lot of me getting in my own way. It was a lot of me really telling myself these stories in my head that there's something wrong with me or that... I shouldn't be feeling this way or just all these really disempowering things and just looking for a lot of things outside of myself to fix me. And yeah, where lipstick came into this, there was just this pivotal point where I was in rock bottom and, and once so I finally got to that where that point where I was like okay, this is like I'm I'm done with this. Like this is not good. This is like going nowhere. If anything, it's just digging me into this like deeper hole. So like, let's do something about it. And that's where I just kind of magically found lipstick and was like, I'm going to start taking care of myself. And that was the big thing was I'm going to start actually taking care of myself. And that started with taking my care of myself with cosmetics and going from a place where I was so depressed, where I was so afraid of the world. If I ever went out of my apartment, which was really rarely, then I'd be like hood up, kind of like, don't look at me. I am just a little ghost out in the world. Like, I don't exist. You're not there. You don't exist. Just doing the thing. I'm getting the thing from the store and then I'm going home kind (laughs) of thing. So I was very much hiding from the world. And what lipstick did was it drew attention to me. It's very much an attention grabbing thing but putting myself out there in such a way with lipstick and with makeup and taking care of myself and going outside of my apartment and going for walks and that's where it really was like a turning point and from there things just built and built and what was really wild was like my approach to things really changed because I had had therapists before that and I really had a hard time like Something I want to mention, too, that's really important is advocating for yourself when you work with people or you have support systems. If you aren't vibing with them and it's just like doesn't seem like it's going anywhere, it doesn't make you feel that good, then ask to see someone else because they want to help you and they won't take it personally. So make sure you're you kind of test people out and you kind of find the people who you feel best with. When I went into therapy for the first time, and this is, like, talk therapy, so counseling, and you're talking through your feelings, these people aren't going to give you medication or anything. But um, I was, like, I very distinctly remember going in. Basically, it was just, like, giving me a time, like, an hour to cry. (laughs) That was, like, my... (laughs) pretty much intention with therapy but it was like she would be like okay how does that make you feel or whatever trying to draw the feelings out of me and I'm like I have no idea you tell me like I just had no idea how to de- identify my feelings I had no idea what was going on and with this particular therapist they really showed me how to describe the sensations that were going on in my body and describe the different feelings and like kind of dig into those and like really get into what was going on in that moment and that was particularly good for me was, like I said earlier, too, identifying those feelings and how they actually feel in your body and the sensations that are happening. Because again, you're naming it, you're kind of transmuting it at this point and not identifying with them. I found a really big helpful thing, too, was self-help. And it was kind of wild how I got into it. One woman in particular, her name's Gala Darling, and I'll have all the links on my website and show notes and everything too anyone I mentioned, but finding her, it was literally down the rabbit hole because I found her pretty early on too through an article. I think I Googled how to, how to host a tea party because that's the type of person I am. And I found an article she had written and then through her found all of her work on radical self-love and really through her and then finding other personal development writers and like self-help writers was just it's just such an interesting thing to kind of look back and see how everything kind of lined up in a way the place that you're at and all these I love how like the little things just add up I'm very much an incremental kind of builder when it comes to personal growth and all of that I don't need to do the big things like just jump dive right in it's like no you can actually take it slowly <laughs> you can actually do it in a way that you can calm your nervous system down and feel safe getting outside of your comfort zone and do it at your own pace. And I think as long as you're determining to really take care of yourself and allow yourself to take the unique path that is yours on this journey of healing and self-development and mental health and all that, then that's the way to go. And I'm just noticing the time on this, my very first podcast, if you're still with me, I adore you. Seeing my humble beginnings, this is where we are just beginning. As my coach Amari Anderson says, we're just getting started. So, (laughs) so excited you're here, but clearly I could talk about this stuff forever. As much as I used the word cure in my title, it was a bit of a enticing word to get you in here to check out what I gotta say, because once you realize it's a process, a practice and a journey and a path, then you can take things more easily in stride and you can take things more easily step by step. And if it's a day where you're feeling really low, then you can kind of just be like, okay, what am I gonna do to feel better? And what am I gonna do to first feel relief? And then after that, what am I gonna do to feel really fucking good? As we wrap this up, as much as I've had a tremendously lovely time speaking to you, and I hope you will Follow and subscribe and write me a review and all those fun things that actually really do help me out and they are for free for you. So go over to Apple Podcasts, write me a review, give me all the stars that you can. Love you forever. And beyond taking that first step of putting that lipstick on and having that catalyst of taking care of myself and showing up in the world and choosing those members of my team being one of them <laughs> and building my confidence through that and i'm sending you so much love in this journey and i adore you and i'm so grateful you're here and i'm so excited for where we're going to go with this podcast and let me know what you'd love to hear and i will see you next time sending you so many heart eyes